Hello, awesome people. What's up, guys? How you guys doing on this hump day? <laughs> As you know, it is hump day. I am Janae Wildheart, and this is The Warrior. And before we get started, let's praise. Pray. Praise God. Father God, you are awesome. You're majestic. You are our principality. You are honored. And glory goes to you in the highest. I pray that you set me aside and do your will in me. Let people hear the truth and the truth says set them free. And Father, I want them to know that there is a other side of this coin of the bad and the ugly to the good and the holy. Father, I pray that they be encouraged that they listen with sovereignty and with all things in mind and not judge quickly, but to hear what the truth says in the Bible. And we give you the honor and glory and praise, and I pray that the enemy be at bay and let the Holy Spirit show up and show out. In Jesus' name, amen. Going to this series kind of like um that made proud like roaring line to sick and devour um greater is he that is in you that is in the world scripture does not contradict itself it talks about an enemy that is waiting to see if we mess up so he can say you messed up you can't go nowhere. You're tied down. And he got you so tangled wires. A friend of mine wrote a song called Tangled Wires. And I think I'm going to name this Tangled Wires. This, if I had to put a topic to a title, this would be Tangled Wires. Um, a friend of mine named Judson McKinney wrote a song called Tangled Wires. It's one of my favorite songs he wrote. And, you know, we get tangled up in the web of the world with fast cars, money, fame, fortune, and all this, but we don't know the ending of it. People succeed in life, but I'm putting a butt in there. But I think their success... Some of it goes to their head and make it their God. And that's what the enemy wants. But, Janae, why, why would I want success when I got a family, friends, faith, and all that? Because some of the stuff can be your God. Your work, your family can take away from God. And... I believe if if we're very truthful with ourselves, we put God on the back burner. Every time I I hear about it with pastors, I hear it in uh, pulpits that we shouldn't do that. And you know what? Pastors are right. Um, when we when we get caught up in the hospital, we want our pastor. We don't ask somebody that has that gift of prayer and um, um, 
what is the word of them? When it is have um common threads to pray for you, to vouch for you with God. We want our pastor. Well, pastor get jerked around all the time. They got more pressure on them than anything. So we tell the pastor to stop studying for a sermon and get distracted with you instead of having one of the elders of the church that is gifted in prayer. So we we tend to let the enemy have that that time that the pastor is supposed to have with the family with you. Well, I need my pastor. No, you don't. You don't need your pastor. The pastor is not God. He ain't a priest. He doesn't have superheroes. He doesn't have superpowers. I'd rather have one of the elders than my pastor. I'd rather have him spend time with his family than mess up with me. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but it's true. We let the enemy come in and destroy what God has ordained it to be. Intercession for you. See, I know it would come. Another thing where that the enemy uses to distract us is church. When I say church, I'm going to clarify myself. We, we got our kids and children church. Children church is supposed to be for kids. Parents leave their kids with an adult and let them teach about the Bible. We let that become a distraction because the kids are supposed to be in the back when you're supposed to be in in the floor, in the um, sanctuary to learn about God on an adult level. We have so many distractions in church, it ain't even funny. I've seen it. I've seen it in my own church. You don't know how many distractions there is in church, and I'm guilty of it too. Sorry, t sorry, Jonathan. But our phones can be a distraction. You know, some of us, and I, I'm not guilty of this, do not turn our phones off. Turn the sound volume off on the phone. While the pe preacher is preaching, and that's very rude. We don't turn our phone off. That's a distraction. And that's a distraction from him getting the message across from somebody that really needs to hear it. Our phones should be silent. Some churches even have it on the board to turn it off. Another thing that we get distracted with is our kids. Instead of putting them in the back, we have them in the front. In the sanctuary. And if they're babies, there's a nursery somewhere. We carry our kids with us. And don't knock me out of proportion. What I'm saying is bring your kids to church, but leave them at children's church. Leave them where they need to know the Bible better. Don't put them in the sanctuary or they're going to be a distraction for you to learn about the Bible as well. I'll probably get <laughs> thousands of notes. Another thing is what what the enemy does is distract us from being in church.
He will use sickness. He will use family to take us out of church. If you are in a church community that teaches the church about God, be in that church. I I hate when I miss church. I'll go crazy. Yeah, Janae, you got TV, you got internet, you can watch it. It ain't the same. Church is a place of worship and be unified with one believer and hear a message that will change your life. And a message that you might need to hear. Never know. But the enemy uses that as its excuse not to go to church. Well, you got internet, you got Wi-Fi, you got all this. Yeah, and your point is, you can ask a friend to take you to church with them. If you can't get a ride to yours, go to church with a friend. Ain't gonna kill you. Miss one time at your church, I swear, you will be blessed when you come to your own church. <laughs> Another thing that we, the enemy uses is entertainment. Entertainment distracts us. Big time. And not only entertainment, like I said yesterday, the enemy uses anything he can to get us in hell. You know, there's two sides to coins, heads and tails. The tail part, there's an eversessor that comes to seek and devour us. That uses everything again to tie us in wires like depression, suicide, alcohol, drugs, even even popping pills. Anything can to tear us away from the truth. And not only narcotics, narcotics and alcohol, he uses religion. He uses cults to turn us away from God. And really, he lies to us and says we're not worth anything. But, like I said, to every coin, there's a head. God is the opposite to what he does to us, what the enemy does. He turns, the enemy turns us to, turn us against God and say, you know, God killed my child. God killed my mom. Blame God for everything. On God's not dead, I love using this reference. When that, when that, um, professor got up there, he told the students, right, God is dead. Find out at the end of the movie, his mom was dying. And instead of saying, God, let her be with you, he got selfish and self-centered and said, I, you don't exist, and turned him into an atheist because he wanted mom to suffer. Sometimes it ain't God, it's us 
That's one and the here the lies of the enemy. When somebody is ready to come home, don't tie them down and say, I want you to stay. That's self-centered. That is also mean. I When my stepmother died, I didn't say, Carolyn, stay with us. And I wanted her to go home. When I see people going through stuff that I don't even want myself to go through, I'd rather them be home with God than put up with the stuff they're putting on earth. So the enemy says, God did this. God, God is so sovereign. Why would he do that to somebody? Put somebody through a death that is painful. He went, he, his son went through the worst death. What I'm trying to say is, don't let the enemy distract you from God. And get tangled wires. I want to close with my testimony. The worst thing that Satan ever done to me was give me depression. And what depression is, you press everything that you don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with this. It's too painful. I don't want to deal with this because it scares me. I dealt with that. For all my life, I dealt with depression. I didn't know how to deal with it. So I bottled it up, and it ate at me. It was like venom. If you watch the Venom movie, it cakes on you. It doesn't let up. And like the movie Venom, it became a sickness. I was so sick, I cried. I was so, I cried so much. My ribs and my back and my my chest was hurting so bad. I thought I was having a heart attack. Find out I was straining my muscles from carrying all that weight of depression on me. And you know what? Find out in 2010... I was sitting with the next friend of mine, and she said, you got the symptoms of depression. And I didn't know what it was. I thought it was me being miserable. And no, it was worse. In my marriages, in my second marriage, I finally took the antidepressant that I needed and slowly got better. But it didn't get better, it got worse. Where I was relying on stuff to make me happy. I tried to put God in the center of it, and I just didn't want to listen. So, in 2000, last year, the chains got broken. I was on my support when I got to the church. And when that person said, do you forgive yourself? I was revived, I was born again, and I was alive in Christ. I don't have depression no more. I don't even have the symptoms, unless I don't take my meds. But with God, God anointed those meds to help me.
And you know what? I feel better than I ever have. So don't let the lies of the enemy come between you and God. Fight a good fight of faith. Put on the full armor of God, which is a sword. Read your Bible. I encourage, I encourage you to read the Bible. The best one that is closer than thou, thee, and all that is the New King James Version, which I read very faithfully. It's the closest thing to the NI, New King James, I mean, to the King James Version. It's just updated. Um, there's so many Bibles out for understanding. Don't make, don't make an excuse. Well, I don't read the Bible because I don't understand. Honey, child, there are Bibles for anybody to understand. I have learned this ability and I understand it better than I ever have. All you got to do is believe that there is a Holy Spirit and call on his name and he will help you. Don't give me that hogwash. I don't take excuses very well. Bible reading will help you fight the enemy. Second, righteousness. Live life to the fullest in Christ Jesus. It says, put on the full armor of God. Our armor, our shield is righteousness. Live close to God. Get in touch with him. Have a relationship, not a religion experience. Have a relationship. Second, have community. Have people in the church pray for you. On my Facebook page, if anything, I ask people to pray for me. I need it. Being in this world, you need prayer. Ask people to pray for you. Get with, the, get with friends that are very faithful to Christ. They will raise you up. I'm serious. I thank God for my friends and my family. But I have people that help me out. That's God to help you, give you provision, knowledge, wisdom. To fight the enemy off. And ask him to love on you. One thing that I missed out of my life, even though my family loves me, was showing affection towards me. And I missed it. I miss it. I relish if somebody loves on me. So, don't be afraid to ask God to love on you, because he will. <laughs> I love Evan Almighty. I want to... I want to say this. Evan Almighty said, why do you do what you do? He said, because I love you. And you know what? It's so true. And when we're going through stuff and we ask, I know, I know, you do it because you love me. But love me less. Don't ask God to love you less. Ask him to love you more. Because in this trying days in life, you need love to get by. I want to pray. And I pray that God will fill your day with love and his blessings. Let's pray. 
Father God, I pray for anybody that's listening to the sound of my voice, that they will feel the presence of Jesus Christ, that they will be loved, that salvation will come, and healing. I pray over my Facebook page that you be with every prayer, every need, every person. And Father, I love you. I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you guys have an awesome um, home day. Let Jesus Christ be your guide through blessings and love. I'm Janae Wildheart, and this is The Warrior signing off. Peace.